This is the 4J Super Insights Podcast, featuring conversation with Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Dr. Andy Dye. Hello, everybody. This is Andy Dye, Superintendent, Eugene School District 4J. Welcome to the Super Insights Podcast. In this episode, we're talking 4J's inclusion programs with Student Services Director, Seth Faflin. Seth, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy. It's good to be here. Mind tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, This is actually, this fall right now is the start of my 20th year in Eugene School District 4J. Worked for three other districts before this one and have deep experience in special ed. I've been a special education teacher, autism consultant, special ed consultant, administrator, and now student services director. So let's talk a little bit about the student services department. What do you want people to know uh, and be thinking about folks that have been in the district for a little while, or folks that might be listening to this that have an incoming kinder kiddo that might not know anything at all. What would you like folks to know about your department? I would like them to know that, um, well, first and foremost, uh, special education is not meant to be a separate place. It's a service that's meant to follow students wherever they are. And sometimes we get into this whole notion of special ed being this separate place and a department and a separate thing, and it really needs to be interwoven with everything. That's the work we've been rolling out lately. I think this district and the reorganization we're doing is really putting our money where our mouth is and walking our talk on our commitment to students with disabilities. You, um, you mentioned some reorganization. And what folks might not know or might know is that we made some pretty significant changes this last spring into how we structure teams within the district and as, as such, how we deliver services within our schools. What do you think is one of the most significant ways in which we're adapting our approach to supporting all students, regardless of what they bring to the classroom? One of the things I'm most excited about is our uh, student service administrators have been renamed as equity and inclusion administrators, and that directly calls out the work they are doing side by side with our principals, with our special ed staff, with our general education staff. We truly need to weave it all together. Again, going toward this place where all students belong, all students have rightful presence in every classroom and every 4J space, in our field trips, in our clubs, all parts of school life that goes beyond the classroom. This is really where we want to go as a society. And I think we are setting ourselves up in the Eugene community for what we want to build. What are we doing um, at a systems level? What do you want to share about what we're doing at a systems level to support staff in ensuring all of our students' needs are met? Well, we have really um, upped our game on training staff, both classified staff and licensed staff. But the true heart of the work is our collaboration between our special education teachers and our general education teachers. We've reformulated how we do things. We've taken to calling our um, learning centers access centers now, focusing again on that access and collaboration with the general education teachers. And where do you um, see that we are finding success in our efforts? And where do you think, uh, more importantly, where do you think we have room to grow? We have both successes and a lot of room to grow. Um, We have made tremendous improvement in our least restrictive environment data. And what that really is in plain speak That is the um, number percentage of our students integrated in, included fully into general education. We are meeting our state benchmarks for that, and that is huge growth for 4J over the last several years. We stopped a number of programs that took kids out of their neighborhood schools. That was something we heard a lot from parents about, that value of having their kids go to school with the kids they live near. So now all incoming kinders, all kids going into sixth grade, ninth grade, every time there's a level change, our students can go to their neighborhood schools. We have built out the system so it no longer is segregated programs, but truly inclusive in each building. 
nothing is so thin that it doesn't have two sides, right? So while, while we've heard from a number of parents that they want neurodivergent students to have access to general education classrooms and general education experiences within their schools, regardless of what level they're in. We've also heard from some parents that are really concerned that that's not the best way for their student to learn, and they want a program that is more specialized. How would you describe your department's efforts to balance those two, not just desires, but needs uh, within the community? I think most of us share that feeling that there's nothing one size fits all with education. We learn differently sometimes, and we have to respect that with students and come to where they are, modify and adapt to them. One example of that that I am really excited for is all of the work going on in our district on universal design for learning. And that truly opens the door to the presentation of materials being different, assessment being different. We do have specialized programs still, but it's finding that right balance point, and it's different for each child. Each child gets an individualized approach, and they might have slightly different services. We're doing better at pushing into the classroom with our educational assistants and our special ed teachers. We're doing co-teaching, for example, in high schools right now and exploring having that special ed teacher right next to the general education teacher. And we're actually doing that with children, too. One of the things I would invite anyone in the community listening to this to join us for this year are some of our unified sports games. You can hear it in the title, Unified Sports. There are general education kids on the court with students in special education at the same time being part of this community around sports in this case. We try uh, very hard to eliminate barriers for parents to get information about support services for their students or to give us information about the needs of their students. But I think sometimes we might lose sight of how difficult a public school district can be in terms of accessing the right person. Uh, if you've been in the, in the education field for 10, 20 years or more, it becomes second nature and we use a lot of acronyms and we understand our bureaucracy. What would you share with parents that are finding it difficult to connect with the right person that can talk with them about their student and about the concerns they're having for their student's education experience? What advice would you have for them? We want to hear from them, and there should be multiple avenues open that way. I know any of our equity and inclusion administrators do a lot of talking to parents every single day. Um, I want to make sure that parents have access to principals, to our administrators. We also have parent evenings that we do every year. We'll be doing this year, and anyone in that parent community is welcome to join us. So that outreach, incredibly important, and I would like to know right away if someone's experiencing difficulty with that. I myself make myself accessible to parents and meet with them all the time. It's important that we have these open lines of communication. So that's sort of a, a summary of the work that we've done leading up to this point. So the proof is in the pudding. What would you share with listeners about what they can expect to see in terms of program orientation and efforts and initiatives over the course of the coming year? I think they will be hearing a lot from our special ed teachers and from the general education teachers too. I really want them to see and experience that working in concert together. And that instruction might look a little different than it has in the past. It might be that special education teacher who's now coming into that general ed room or working with a small group, or they may be working with a mixed group of students. So how and where we serve students may shift a little bit as we bring the services again to the kids where they are. Really, really difficult for, for parents to meet the needs of their students in isolation by themselves, right? Homeschooling, for example, 
Some do it really, really well, and some find it a real challenge. Schools also cannot just as sole entities provide the type of educational experience that students get when schools and parents are in partnership. What are the department's plans for building stronger partnerships with parents, getting them more information, providing avenues for communication? I would say that's a a multi-pronged effort right there, Um, not just doing things we have done before, but really going in deep with the parent community. want to hear, you know, for example, parents juggle so much. I myself am a parent. I believe you are as well. Um, I myself have some of my kids who have disabilities as well. So I get it. We need to be flexible. Sometimes it's hard to access if you're a parent and you're working a full-time job. So, you know, morning events, evening events, what can we do to have multiple efforts and multiple opportunities for a parent to come in and participate? Love having parent volunteers too. And that can look a lot of different ways. If you're not available during the school day, talk to us if you want to get involved. We've got opportunities. Is it pretty safe to say that parents can expect to hear about those opportunities from their their school's administration? Yes, with strong encouragement, frequent communication is what I would love to see. You'll see a lot more happening in your school sites and as a district. Okay, so if listeners to the podcast were to walk away with only one thing that they understood from our conversation today about the Student Services Department, what would you want that to be? I would like them to know that we are all in this journey together. To me, this is both about how we want our schools to look, and in a deeper way, it's about how we want our society to look like and be like. It's about how we want the Eugene community to be accepting and open for our students with disabilities. The adult population in the United States has 26% of adults with a disability. We're actually very similar in our numbers in 4J, and of that, I would say in our schools, every student has rightful presence in every classroom and every space. That's what we want in our community at large, too. We're going to grow that in our school district. We want to hear from parents. We have to do this together. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for coming today, Seth. You're welcome. It's great to join you, Superintendent Dye. This is Andy Dye, Superintendent of Eugene School District 4J, and this is Super Insights. Take care. Take care.